Welcome to Reiki Cafe Radio, where your host, Christine Renee and Bruce Taylor. We come together with more than 35 years of experience in Reiki, meditation, chakra knowledge, and holistic healing. We are passionate about helping individuals release resistance, step into their authentic selves, and align their lives with the truth of who they are. Reiki Cafe Radio is your choice for vibrant Reiki conversations, meditation experiences, and holistic wellness. This is your space for a deeper look into the ancient wisdom through modern eyes. So grab your tea or coffee and join us as we sip our way through this week's episode. Welcome to Reiki Cafe Radio, and this week I'm joined with Bruce Taylor, and we're going to be talking about Gosho, gratitude, and guidance. Welcome back, Bruce. Thanks so much, Christine. It's always a pleasure to be back here and to be on another podcast, as always, with Reiki Cafe Radio. I am so looking forward to this conversation. Um, it, as many of you American listeners know, it is Thanksgiving weekend. Today is, I believe, Cyber Monday as we launch this podcast. And there is just so much to be grateful for. And um, we really kind of want to settle into questions that we've gotten from the Reiki Cafe community, as well as really um, getting into our gratitude and how we have gratitude practices, as well as the guidance that we offer. So with this podcast, we're going to dive into Gosho. We've recently received questions in the Reiki Cafe community, our Facebook group. Please join us over there if you have not yet already. It's fantastic. And I'm really going to turn this question over to Bruce because this is part of his Uh, expertise and training from the Japanese lineage of his Reiki training. So what does Gasho mean to you, Bruce? Yeah, so Gasho is a fundamental practice in uh, Usui Reiki Ryoho, right? It's a fundamental practice as well in meditation and in yoga. It's when people physically are bringing your hands together at the heart center, usually closing your eyes and bowing. And the base understanding or kind of the the base meaning, at least what it means to me is non-duality or stillness or peace um, or wholeness, right? And so it's a way to really dive into the stillness of all life. It's like, if I want to be grateful for, imagine Christine, if you've just been my, my Reiki practitioner, right? And you've given, held space for me to really go deep. You've held a really beautiful session for me. And if I bring my hands together and bow to you, then I'm bringing my left side and my right side together, my feminine energy and my masculine energy together over the heart. And so it's essentially that I'm saying thank you with all of my heart. You know what I mean? So oh, it's, it's not like one side of me is saying thank you, but maybe the other side has some kind of snide comment hidden in the background, like a little cloaked dagger almost. It's not like there's any friction there. It's Thank you with all of my heart. Right. I love that simple explanation. It makes so much sense. Like when I started practicing um, like Gosho meditation, it was very, I didn't have a trainer. I don't know if you know this story, Bruce, but, um, and maybe some of our listeners have heard me mention it, but I mean, it took a while for the practice of Gosho to hit the U.S., um, it, I mean, this was very common in Usui Reiki Roho and the traditional lineages, but for me out in Montana, without a lot of Reiki masters, 
the way I started doing Gosho, I came to me in meditation. Like my guides mm-hmm. were like, I asked my Reiki guides to tell me what to do next. And that that's what they led me to do. Bring my hands to prayer pose, bring them to heart center. And then they, I would actually be guided to bow my head. So my chin would rest on my forefingers and really nice. feel the breath. But it was that balance, that harmony in the heart space, the balancing of feminine and masculine energy. And then it was like a few years later that it really came out and the Reiki, um, Reiki magazine, Reiki news magazine, um, mm-hmm. like Gosho discovered. And I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. I've been doing that for a while now. Right. But when right. did you start practicing? Like when did you really kind of get familiar with the practice? Well, it, it came with my trainings, you know, but it was never like fully. And my trainings meeting when I first started in like 2006, and it was further reestablished for me when I did my yoga trainings as a teacher, because we bow in namaste. And it's the same thing. I, nobody was saying it's gasha, but in namaste, we quite often hold the heart center and say something like, you know, the light within me recognizes and cherishes the light within you. Or, you know, the gratitude in my heart reaches out to the gratitude of your heart or something in that kind of language. So it's always been kind of my practice until I started to really jump into the specific Japanese lineage and practice and then learning in Japan and everything else. Then it took on a whole deeper meaning because I didn't understand the Buddhist approach to it. And the Buddhist approach is that we're looking at it from a non-dualistic perspective. I really love what you were just saying there when you were putting your... Uh, hands in prayer, gashao, and it was touching your chin because there's even a symbolism to that. If we, I won't jump into it here because it's a whole nother discussion, but the meridians that come onto the fingers, you know, you were saying that it kind of touched probably just the middle finger. Well, the middle finger means something. And so you're making a connection to that part and that meridian of the body just in that simple practice. So deeper, we go a little bit deeper as well. When you hold gashao from a Reiki perspective, you keep a gap between the hands and we can feel the presence of energy there. If when you're bowing into Gashao, and like you said, Christine, if you bow your head close to your hands, you might actually feel the heat of Reiki radiating up. You might actually be able to smell it. It has a different smell. It's not like heat from your body doesn't smell, but if you hold your hands in Gashao, there's some sort of a sweetness to it almost. Like there's something else there. I can't really describe it. But when I started to then unpack that even further, there's a great book that I'd recommend everybody to read. It's called The Light That Shines Through Infinity, Zen, and the Energy of the Universe. I believe that's what it's called. It's by Dainan Katagari, who's a, a Buddhist monk. And he talks all about this. Is that he's saying that if you just bow in Gashao, if you really bow through and through, not from a Reiki perspective, just bow into Gashao and focus on the area between your hands then you can start to recognize that the energy that's there is the entire universe because it's non-dualistic. So that energy and that pressure, that heat that you feel, that is the love of all creation. And if you're holding that right over your heart, well, then what space is there for anything else? You know what I mean? Like your suffering and your traumas and your belief about yourself and everything, like there's just no space for that because you're feeling literally the flow of energy of the universe. And like you beautifully said, you put your head down to it and it will waft over you. So it's pretty clear. Like it's pretty much right there, you know? Yeah, I love that. that. And I think that's why I love practicing Gosho is because you can feel the energy between your hands. You have that space. 
You can feel your breath. You can tune in. It is just a really excellent way to center yourself. And so this is a great practice to do before your sessions to center after your sessions. Um, and for me, it's, it feels very much like you're completely present. You're completely centered. There's nothing else. And, um, it's a, it's a really great basics meditation that anyone can start with. Even if it's like, I'm just going to hold this space and pay attention to the sensation in my hands and I can feel my breath and I can smell what's coming through that right there, that mindfulness and that meditation practice can be a really great start to a beautiful meditation journey. Absolutely. And that's what Katagari is talking about. Like if you can really bow into that space, then that is your journey. That's the whole practice because you've arrived at this thing that by the way, any religion talks about. In Christianity, it's the Hail Mary full of grace, right? When you cross over your heart, you're drawing the cross over the heart, and then you put your hands at the heart to bow in prayer. It's the same exact thing, right? When people are, like in Judaism, when they're holding the the Torah at their heart and they're bowing forward, it's the same idea. They're bowing in Gasha when they're reading their scripture. So, you know, like it's all about this connection of the human aspect, which is the left and the right hands coming over the universal aspect, which is the vertical meridian of the spine. And so it's like the vertical meets the horizontal. So the universe meets the human and we come together at the heart. Yeah. I love it. You know, I, I think everyone knows by now, like I'm a complete uh, chakra. Like I love them. And here we are right at at heart center with three chakras above and three below. And um, it's just a really beautiful centered space when we work. Absolutely. And there at Anahata as well, right in the mandala, you've got the triangle pointing down and the triangle pointing up, the three rising from the earth, the three descending from the universe, overlapping at the heart center, just like Gasha. It's like all of all of the symbology just comes right forward with Gasha. Yeah. And I just love it. I absolutely awesome. love it. So why um do you, Bruce, sign off on your signature and Gasha? What does that signify to you? Uh, to me, it signifies that hopefully, uh, well, first off, it's a reminder to hopefully try and strive to live without ego and without duality. Now, that's I'm human, so it's impossible to be completely free of that. But when I write that, then it's essentially saying that I hope my previous words are as honest and as loving and as free of my belief and ego as possible so that they may meet you with the same love and kindness and neutrality so that we can create that and hold that space together. And so maybe it's a reminder to me and maybe it's also a a reminder to uh, whoever's reading it. I love that. I was just curious. I know it's it's come up like people are like, huh, wonder what that means. (laughs) So. I wanted to ask. That's great. It's just a way to like, remember, we're just like, like I was saying before, if Gashau means with all of my heart, thank you. Well, then if that's how I'm signing off, then it's like with all of my heart, I hope, you know, thank you. I hope that this email reaches you with neutrality, love and kindness. Yes. Beautiful. And that's a great segue to our next portion of the conversation being Thanksgiving weekend for us Americans. And as one of our precepts just for today, I shall give thanks for my many blessings. I want to tune into the gratitude 
that we have gratitude in our practices and really invite you. I, I know many of you, this is very common to do over Thanksgiving to count our blessings, but to really feel into what can we do to have a continued gratitude practice and how can we put gratitude in the forefront of our precepts so that we can live in that. Um, I really believe that when we have a heart of gratitude and we live through gratitude, blessings are abundant. Blessings um, flow into our life with greater ease because we're already grateful for the things that we already have. And I just, I, I love that. And um, we are so grateful for each and every one of our listeners here and our community. And I just kind of wanted to have the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to think about it, if we are guided by a mindset of gratitude, right? Well, then what space does that have for resistance? Like even, even in your worst moment, like even in a really stressful day or whatever, if you can be grateful for that stressful day, well, then all of a sudden you're, you might be viewing it now as a learning opportunity, as opposed to just a stressful day that you want to tuck away somewhere and hide it away and you're burnt out from or whatever. It immediately changes every aspect of the way that we perceive our life moving forward. Because it looks like an inner, yeah, it feels very much like an energetic, like fingerprint, you know, absolutely coming down to giving gratitude for the little things like it doesn't, you can have a full heart of gratitude that like for me, it's like, I remember when, um, gosh, this is years ago. I had such gratitude for my husband taking the toilet paper out of the like big packaging and putting it where I could actually reach it on the shelf because the shelves were so high, but he had that, you know, wherewithal and kindness in his heart to put it somewhere I could actually grab it with ease. And it's, I mean, it's not a big thing, but I'm like, I absolutely loved getting the toilet paper down because it's like, look, he cares about me. Yeah. That's such a, that's such a beautifully kind of like simple and mundane example, but it's such like with gosh, there's a whole universe in that, right? It's not about just putting the toilet paper there. It's about his thought process on you and caring for you. So there's a whole dynamic of love and kindness that's there. That's beautiful. That's, that's an awesome example. I, yeah. And, it, and it, it's still, even to this day, it, like we're in a completely different house. I don't need him to like put toilet paper rolls where I can reach them, but it goes back to like, just um, even the memory of it. Like that was just a sweet, kind gesture and mm-hmm. it fills me up with um, brightness and love mm-hmm. and care. And so now it's like, I look around my life and I'm just like, Oh, I have so much to be grateful for. Even if, even if you're, you're having a difficult relationship, if you can hone in on the points of that, that you can give gratitude for, like, let's say you had, um, not the best, uh, Reiki training or the best, um, student to master relationship. You can still find the gratitude that they've introduced these concepts to you mm-hmm. that they have, they have brought some awareness to you so that you can see I can be grateful for, I now know what I'm, I'm lacking and what I'm searching for. I now know that there's um, more to be found, more to be discovered, more depth here. And even if this individual, even if this Reiki master teacher isn't the right person to bestow it upon me, I now am 
I'm gifted with the gratitude of like curiosity and this drive to dig deeper into my own practice. Isn't that an incredible way to look at it, right? Yeah. Because otherwise we look at it from like, oh, it wasn't the best. Maybe Reiki's not for me. Maybe I need to find something else. Maybe I got ripped off. Maybe all these other types of things. But actually, maybe it just uncovered more questions. It uncovered more of a desire to learn even deeper, right? Yeah, exactly. I think about my own relationship with my Reiki masters that I've had. And, you know, my level one, level two experience was fantastic because I was with her every single day for three months. But once Mm -hmm. that three month period ended, it was like, we're completely different states in different occupations. We're, we're not, um, I've, I've definitely moved beyond in my own Reiki practice further than she has, which is fine. It's totally fine. And, um, I had the drive and the life plan and purpose in place to have that first really solid training experience. But then when it came to my master's, it felt almost like a joke, (laughs) but, but there was so much gratitude there because the attunement worked. Like I totally was blown open and opened up and, um, given the gift of like another level of clairvoyance and clear audience where like my relationship with my Reiki guides was absolutely solid from that point moving forward. And for that, I'm absolutely grateful, even though my master's training was only like three hours. I mean, it was just like, Oh my, (laughs) right. That that's not that's not adequate, um, and I can still have this depth of gratitude for the experience, for that what it led me towards today. You know that was back in two thousand and four. There you go. There yeah. you go. I think with gratitude as well, there's obviously that great uh, statement of just take time to smell the roses. Yeah. Right, yeah. and gratitude makes us constantly, or it doesn't make us, but it reminds us to be in the present moment, not in the future or the past. Yes. So always yes. here because you can't be grateful for something that hasn't happened, right? Like that's in your future. So it's like what's happening right here, where are you right now? Observe and be aware of that. Yeah. Right. And that could even bring you back to Gashau. That's what Gashau is it's about being in the present moment, being aware of that. I love that. Like I think there's definitely um some timeline play that we can do with gratitude. Um when we can like every morning I write in my journal. on this November 26th, I'm so happy and grateful now that, and I write out things that I want to manifest 30 days from now. Yeah, there you go. But still you're right here in this moment and now you're making a trajectory towards those goals, right? That's, that's incredibly powerful. It's definitely a trajectory. It's putting out the things that I'm feeling, the emotions now in this present moment, even though they're um, projected and hope and manifesting in the future. Right. right? And so it kind of helps, it helps put me in a space of, I know that my blessings are already on their way, that I can be grateful for the things that are showing up. And when I'm in alignment with that future timeline, then I'm going to show up in a way today that's going to be in alignment with that future timeline. So I'm going to do the things yes. that are going to be help manifest those goals and those outcomes that I hope to achieve. That's it. Yeah. And then what if, if you practice that gratitude, then when that manifestation actually presents itself, you're going to be present enough to catch it. Yeah. 
right? And what if we're so distracted with being stressed and worried and all these other preoccupations that we might have in our mind, that manifestation might just fly right past us. Right. Because right. We're, we don't have the understanding of the present moment enough to recognize that that door just opened and now we've walked past it. Right. Yeah, exactly. So I, I love the different dimensional aspects of gratitude work, whether, I mean, gratitude in and of itself, if we can just be mindful, that is like such a huge piece of um, being, having a mindful practice, like being in the moment and being gratitude for what you have right in front of you is huge. Like um, if you guys are taking the Reiki reawakening right now, one of the things that I, one day I was like, well, when it's not time and not appropriate to do Reiki, like that's when I do Ho'oponopono. And one of the statements is um, it's thank you. Thank you is the practice. And so having that there, it's just, it brings me back to like, I'm, I'm here fully present in the blessings of today. And so whether I'm out for a walk or doing the dishes or, you know, brushing my teeth doesn't matter. I can remind myself and just have that constant. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Practice that can, it's, it, it very much cleanses the negativity from your life. It, it takes, when you can be mindful, you're not focusing on the traumatic instances that came up or your, um, the, what if this happens and let the negative things that we, especially in our society gets drawn towards and pulled towards because of the cultural climate of everything is bad going on around me. But when we can focus on, look at the beauty, look at the human connection that I've had today. That's where those beautiful pieces arise from. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's fantastic. And we can take that moment of gratitude as well. Like imagine if you're sitting through a difficult moment, you're, you have a trauma coming up in your own healing work, or maybe you just had a Reiki session and it was really heavy or whatever. By practicing gratitude, it allows us to witness the release of that event or the release and sit kind of in that release and be grateful that it's being released. If we didn't have a gratitude pr- uh, practice, if we were afraid of that moment, then as it's being healed and released, we might be overwhelmed and try to pull it back in yeah. because we might not be ready to release, but we can actually be grateful of that experience as well. Exactly. And that can be so significantly healing for those with traumatic experiences of, of fully releasing it or even pieces of it. Maybe you're not fully hundred percent ready to let it go, but you, every time you come back to that gratitude practice, it's softening, it's releasing Absolutely. more. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's profoundly beautiful. That's what Reiki is, is a practice of gratitude as well, right? If we can surrender just into gratitude, or like you said, so so perfectly with hope and open up, mm-hmm. isn't it not just a gratitude meditation? Yeah, right. You know, right. yeah. Yep. Isn't mindfulness just being grateful? Mm-hmm. Right. MBSR, isn't that just being grateful? Because it's being present. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Love yeah. it. I love it. So we hope that each one of you have time over this um, week to reflect back on your own gratitude, your own mindfulness practice, and really step further into that because it can be profound. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. So 
And this kind of leads into, you know, our gratitude. Like we were just, before we got on the call, we were looking over some of our podcast stats and things that were coming up for the Reiki Cafe community. And we are just blown away and so overwhelmed in gratitude on how much growth we've had in our podcast. We've only had the podcast on Reiki Cafe Radio for eight months. And when we first started, you know, we were lucky to get 75 downloads per episode because, and you know, that's fairly, you know, good for a new podcast, but we're last week, we had 365 downloads and um, it really kind of jumped up in the last couple months. And we've gotten so much feedback from um, listeners and just thanking us for the content that we're providing, the the care that we're getting into the topics and how we approach it. And we just are blown away by, um, yeah. it's just, it's, 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 I, don't know. I don't even, I don't even have the words necessarily to like express. <laughs> it's amazing because it's like, it's obviously it's super inspiring, you know, when so many people are giving good feedback and getting inspired by it, it's, it just helps both of us as well as I'm sure I can say for everybody else who's involved with the podcast to want to keep bringing all of that content forward as well, because it's obviously we are grateful for your gratitude on this as well. You know what I mean? And so it's like, wow, it's, it's so what else can we bring forward? What else are we going to investigate? Like that's just as exciting uh, as all of the stats and hearing all the feedback, because it just allows us to sink deeper into the things that we're so passionate about. And we really thank everybody, all of our listeners for that. Yes. Absolutely. And I, um, we both, I am sure you both realize like Bruce and I, Isabel as well. We love, love, love doing what we do and supporting our listeners, supporting our students. And, um, so we've actually, Bruce and I have been playing around with this idea for months and we finally are like, let's just launch it. Let's just do it. (laughs) Let's just do the thing. Um, and that's providing Reiki, practitioners of all lineages and backgrounds and levels with the support group. And so we are offering starting in December, a, um, a breaky support group. We're caught, we're keeping the name simple because we want you to know. <laughs> Straight and direct. Is. Uh, and that's because we recognize that we have so many Reiki orphans or people who practitioners that haven't got ideal educations or have some gaps, or perhaps that you were taught in one lineage, but you really want to know more of the traditional or from more of the, like, how do I actually put it into practice? And so we've developed this Reiki support group to really offer that. Yeah. And so, you know, one of the focuses, like I'll build on what Christine's saying there is, you know, imagine you're a Reiki practitioner, but you're also a yogi or you're also a meditation facilitator. You're also a holistic wellness coach or whatever. Like how can all of that cycle together? Like these are questions that none of us have really had guidance on in particular. And I would have appreciated that guidance and support ongoing. I would have loved a a community to be there where these types of really deep questions could be explored uh, by people like Christine and by somebody like, I can't really say myself because I'm (laughs) saying it, but you know what I mean? I would have loved to have sat with people who can help continue to answer my questions as they evolve, as I was evolving in my own practice and learning of Reiki. And that's what we're coming together to offer on this support group. Uh, We're going to be offering two 60-minute calls that are live via Zoom as a group per month. 
as well as one guided uh, recorded meditation that's going to be shared with everybody. So it's an amazing opportunity to come together with both Christine and myself on a bi-monthly, sorry, on a bi-weekly basis or twice a month and really allow that kind of intimate group setting where we can really discuss and explore our practices together. And you can, you know, chuck your questions out there and get your support from both of us uh, each and every month. And we're super excited about it. Yeah. I, I'm excited about it because, oh my gosh, my practice would have been <laughs> so much better um, had I had the support. And um, I just know that I, I want to say almost half of our Reiki Cafe Facebook community has really identified as lacking in some aspect of their Reiki education or that they've gotten to the point where they've surpassed the, the their teacher and their depth of knowledge and really still want support. And, you know, between Bruce and I, we have over 35 years of Reiki experience and both of us having our own um, professional practices. So whether it's like, how do I put this into a professional thing or how can how can I just dive into my own personal practice on a deeper layer? Um, Mm -hmm. That's what you're going to be getting here. And we wanted to keep it. So it was affordable. We wanted to keep it where it was super accessible that the call times were something that would work for people. And so we're really keeping all of that in mind. And so we're, we're offering this opportunity at $35 a month. Um, and the replays will be available. So even if you can't make the call times, the replays will be there. You can submit your questions in early. Those things were really um, important to us to get this community. So much of what what part of this is that there's going to be, we'll have our own chat group so that in between the calls, if something comes up, that you're you have a community of healers, of Reiki practitioners that are all ready to dive deeper that we can support one another. And I think that's when we talk, when we dive into our other courses and programs and certifications, like our chakra clairvoyant coaching certification, one of the primary aspects of that is people, the students just say like, it's the community. It's knowing that I have someone who's got my back and that I've got a, you know, a whole group that are willing to share their story with me and be there for me. And if I have a question, I feel comfortable asking it. Like I don't feel ashamed of asking the question and we want to duplicate that, that type of community support network in this way for this Reiki Mm -hmm. support group. Yeah. So imagine, you know, just give one example. Imagine you're starting off with your Reiki practice. One of the biggest hurdles for a lot of new practitioners, like, Christine was saying, you know, very aptly that both of us are obviously independent practitioners. And then we've been working together for a number of years now. So we're going to be bringing all of that experience to you. So hopefully when you start your journey as a professional Reiki practitioner, you don't make the same mistakes that we both have made. Like it's a, it's an ongoing evolution and a learning process, but wow, if there had been a coach there to help me avoid some of the things that I inevitably ended up, you know, going through and learning from, it would have been that much more uh, efficient and more streamlined, right? And not only will that be advice from both Christine and I, but then imagine if you can bounce ideas off of a tight group of, or a community of people who are in many ways in a very similar situation, you know, it's, it's an immensely valuable opportunity and we're super excited. Yeah. We, like Christine said, we've been thinking about this for 
probably half a year now, I would think. Is that about right? We've been definitely tossing around of like, how can we make it affordable? What do we want to include? We did a lot of really like um, market research calls with with different practitioners and the Reiki Cafe community, really asking what are you looking for? Um, What's the next level that you need support around? And really what we found was that there were so many people who were like, well, yeah, I took the level one and level two. Uh, but I still have questions. I want, I want someone to, to be with me. Right. There was a lot of like, and kind of like I'm there, but kind of like, where's my next foot go or, but now what, or like, I'm not really sure that I do this correctly. Or like I had a client and this happened. How, how could that have looked? Or there's a lot of those kind of loose ends that that's why we've taken, you know, seven months or whatever to really kind of come together on this idea because we want to be able to tie up on an ongoing basis as many of those loose ends for everybody as we can. Yeah. So it becomes yeah. just an immensely valuable community space for each and every one of you to be a part of. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I don't know how many like level ones and level twos that are like, yeah, I'm not necessarily ready for the next class. I just want support. I just want that. If something shows up, if I have a funky dream or if I'm like, yeah, if exactly. I'm pretty, yeah, like, or I, uh, you know, I saw a certain color or a message came to me, but I don't really know how to interpret it. Like even those type of questions, wouldn't that have been nice to have <laughs> uh, yeah. someone with, you know, 20 years of experience to hold my hand to go like this, this is kind of what that could represent for you or, or let's kind of dive in deep, deeper to that. And so this is just one avenue that you can gain support from the Reiki Cafe University. I mean, we definitely, we our Reiki training classes are definitely have flavor of support. Our Shocker Clairvoyant Coaching Certification, which is going to be opening up here mid-December for enrollment, um, starting for classes to start in late January. That is, you know, so immensely uh, covered, smothered in support with, you know, week. Um, so it's really important to us to not just give straight up, like, here's the information. We want to walk on the journey with you. We want to be able to be your support team so that you can feel really confident in your practice. And I think that's what it comes down to. So many people in the Reiki Cafe community, the feedback that we've gotten is like, I just don't feel confident to start my practice, like to start it professionally, or I just don't feel confident in that I'm doing the hand positions right or whatever it may be. And to have that support team so that we can be your transformation guides. We can be your Reiki master teachers to give that mentorship level is really, um, really something phenomenal that we can offer at this time. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I just hit me to, just to kind of say it like this. Imagine that whatever journey you're on chakra clairvoyance coaching, maybe you're taking a Reiki class, whatever it might be, that's all incredible. But imagine that's in the background. You always know that you have this home base you always know that there is an opportunity to continue to meet with both Christine and myself on a monthly basis to continue to receive that support in a small, intimate group setting that's private to people who are members on a monthly basis. And you always have that as, as your home, right? Your home of support, your home to grow, your home to deepen your learning, your home to bounce ideas off each other. 
to get support and encouragement for what you're moving into, you know, to get business ideas, to pitch, you know, comparisons on logos and all of that type of stuff that you might not know, like who can look at this, who's going to help me, who's going to help me understand what my experience was. My home base is going to help me understand that. Yeah. And that's, that's, I think why we're coming together on this to really give that added space uh, of comfort and of depth to everything that each and every one of you are exploring. Maybe that should be the title, Home Base, your Reiki support group. I kind of like that. So Could be. you might see that new title of. Let's do it. Let's do it. I love it. I love it. Well, we hope that you are feeling that support and guidance um, in the Reiki Cafe community and hope that you will consider diving in deeper with us um, with this this level of support that we are now offering. Um, if you go over to the Reiki Cafe community, you'll find it under our College of Reiki, our Reiki support group for Cyber Monday. Um, we're offering it at half off. So if you are still if you're watching this, when the, the day that this podcast come out, you can get that, that your first month for half off by using the coupon code cyber Monday, all lowercase. And, um, we really look forward to supporting you uh, at this level. And, um, we really are appreciative of, of your continued, attendance uh, to watching these, listening to these Reiki Cafe radio and our YouTube and all of the things. And we just look forward to more intimately walking that spiritual journey with you. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. Beautiful. Well, that concludes this week's episode and we look forward to seeing you and listening along with you next week. And until then, lots of love and light. And be well, everybody. And in Gosha, take care. Reiki Cafe Radio is sponsored by Reiki Cafe University, where your Reiki dreams become reality. Join us on Instagram or Facebook at Reiki Cafe University, watch our videos on YouTube, or visit the website to learn more about our colleges of Reiki, chakras, and business. It is our aim to help you on your path to wellness, guiding you into confidence, transmute your inner critic, and say yes to you. Your path to abundance wellness and health unfolds from here. And love and light, Christine Renee. And Bruce Taylor. <laughs>